to another episode of Brew Jackets. Woo! I like that sound. All right, I am Del Altman, one of the co-hosts of this wonderful show where we talk Blue Jackets hockey. Have a couple drinks every now and then. A little bit of shenanigans. Not too bad. I'm joined by my co-host Lance, a.k.a. at Hefty Duck on Twitter. Great artist. My man Kevin, Blue Jackets, Reds, Bengals, Bearcats fan. Valentine, love you, Kevin. Yes. Full of Blue Jackets knowledge. And the Iceman, Jeff Trenopoul, needs no introduction. Jackpot Joey, hype man. He all, huge Bengals fan. Also, very knowledgeable Blue Jackets fan, for anyone that didn't know that. So. I try to be. I like the classic gear, man. Yeah. Man. This, this, this is one of my favorite hats, to be honest. I, I mean, get, I these are hard to get by. Get, so I like these. All right, we're going off script right away, because that's kind of what we do, right? We got a whole script, but <laughs> with that hat, with that hat, though... The reverse retro jerseys. Did you guys like those or not? The red and the hat. The dye. red? Yeah. Hell no. Nah. You hated them? No. The yeah. I knew that. I knew this was going to be. I knew this was going to be. Come on, Kevin. Bring it, baby. Let's go. Black instead of red. Blue jackets are called the blue jackets. You're named after Union soldiers that fought to free the slaves that wore blue jackets. Blue has to be the main color. I, I understand, that Kevin. One that I am old man yells at Cloud, get off my lawn about. <laughs> it's the truth. Sorry, it's the truth. All if right. You want to do a colored jersey for the blue jackets. It's got to be blue. Can but, I say I kind of liked them because I, I've mentioned before I love playing the NHL hockey games. So it gave me a different fit with a different color scheme compared to my matchup against who I was against. That's why I personally like them. Okay. Well, but I know it would be unpopular. <laughs> so I actually like. I like this jersey with the with the. The red up here. I like. I wish they. This yeah, one. Pretty dope. Yeah, that's, this is one I kind of wish they go to. Yeah. Kevin yeah. hates it also because. No, no, no. Listen, listen. Oh. I like that because it's a good one because blue is the main color. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's the main one. Boom. What Jeez, was that? What Jeez. was that, Kevin? I, I All right. Just, I just flex again. What's up? Mic drop. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. All right. So <laughs> let's get into topic number one for tonight: Traverse City standouts. I'll go with the two obvious, then I'll just kind of kick it around the horn. Uh, we can start with Lance and then Kevin because Jeff don't know what the hell he's talking about. He <laughs> told me before the show, so I have paid um, attention to him. I, I know what I it is. Stat wise, Johnson and uh, Marchenko played really well. You know, I didn't watch it as in depth as some of you guys, so give me your thoughts, some of your standouts. Yeah, um, I mean, quite honestly, yeah, I'm just going to repeat what you said about you know Kent Johnson, Carol Marchenko. I mean, Kent Johnson, he had several goals. He looks so strong on the puck. Like, I heard he gained Played some center, right? Yeah, really strong center. Yeah. Um, uh, Kirill Marchenko, he scored uh, a goal in uh, versus Detroit, oh. which we ended up losing that game. Then he got the overtime winner in yeah. Toronto. Yeah, he had, what, three goals? Yeah, yeah I thought he scored in every game. Yeah. Yeah. He had the overtime winner against Toronto. That's huge. Yep. And then the last one for me personally, um, other than those two guys, uh, Jordan Dumais. Um, He had two goals in his first game. He was strong. I think he even maybe had another goal later on too. He had like assists. The, the dude was just racking up points left and right. Um, really surprising for me. But, but uh, yeah, you know, happy back. Everything you said is good and it's correct. Is that uh, Kent Johnson? He really good shown why he's a top prospect for the Blue Jackets and Krill Marchenko, their top Russian prospect. The dude is just a goal scorer. He can shoot from just about anywhere and score. His shot is like Oliver Bjorkstrand or a Patrick Laine type. He's that good. He's seen as a guy that could be a first-line, second-line guy. Uh, nice comment there interesting thanks rally yeah thank you santori um but no first line second line guy for krill marchenko and like happy duck said big goal overtime winner against toronto the blue jackets played three games in that tournament they won two of them the first one they won seven to one over st louis blues top prospects they lost the second one against detroit won the final one against toronto's top prospects three to two and Kromarchenko overtime winner. And listen, 
that this is a good thing because when your top prospects play against other good other teams top prospects and they do well it's a good sign for the future for what the blue jackets have um it's good for the five-year plan right instead of just this year right because you're seeing what not only what they have now but what these guys could become one two three four five years down the road uh and Oh, sorry. One thing that I wanted to really add just real quick was about the goaltending. Um, we got to see a Jet Greaves and yeah. um, uh, who was the other gentleman there? I don't even think I don't think it was Tarasov. Hey, we switched sides. Sweet. Now I'm kind of <laughs> looking inwards, though. That's cool. <laughs> like I didn't do anything. <laughs> I'm switching sides again. Hey, thanks, Matt. How's it going? Uh, but yeah, that's all I wanted to add was just about the uh, the goaltending and whatnot. And, uh, you know, we got to see the Monsters coach there a bit, too. Centauri is doing this. There's master of disaster. Like we're trying to actually have a good, solid Blue Jackets episode. And Centauri, we're Brady bunch around here. Go sell some cars. Yeah, maybe it was here. Matt. I don't know. It could have been Matt because now Matt's commenting. This show stinks, <laughs> right? The stupid fucking hockey podcast. We know, Matt. <laughs> so, all right, I got a question got. for you guys. As as far as just the the the. Prospects in general, where where do the Blue Jackets land as far as up and coming guys that we possibly could see in Columbus this year? The two ones that really stand out are Kent Johnson and Krill Marchenko, and the reason is is that uh, Krill Marchenko he's from Russia and he's been playing over in Russia for four years and basically drink every time Kevin says Russia. I'm gonna run out of beer. <laughs> <laughs> And basically, he's playing in the Russian version of the NHL. I, no, 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 no. That's Russia not- and Russia. You got to count it. Dude, we're going to get hammered. We got to stay on script. <laughs> I did not say R-U-S-S-I-A. I said Russian. Those are different words. But anyway. Why are you drinking? I said a different word. Quit saying it, bro. Okay. So yeah, he's awesome. Uh, is playing in the um, top, the NHL version of a certain uh, country. KHL, yeah. the KHL, the Continental KHL. Hockey League. There you go, Lance. And the KHL is just basically a step below the NHL. So when you're playing that, you're basically playing against. Where's the KHL play at? What country? Um, <laughs> you, you know, just... Eastern European. <laughs> you're doing this because you because you want to take another drink, but it's like <laughs> I get no, it. I get it. This is true, Jackets, but we can't have you too drunk. We got to get through a show here. Summer cold. Uh, Matt, Matt said in the chat. There, there. Um. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Matt. That's the correct answer. <laughs> All right, but yes, Marchenko. He didn't have a lot of production last year for me to kick in with that. Also. But, but he didn't play a lot of minutes. Well, there's a reason behind that, though, is because over there they get a little pissy if you tell them that at the end of your contract you're going to go play in America. So what they do is they basically play you in like – Cut third, your ice time down. Cut your ice time in third and fourth line minutes. So given what he did, he still did pretty good. But basically if you do – if you're, you know, from – that certain country that I'm not doing. <laughs> um, on the screen. Ah. <laughs> I'm going to go get some beer there. I know. I, if, if, I got my mini fridge closed. I don't want to get you guys drunk here. We need to get the show time. Anyway. Well, you're the one taking forever. I got like the 10 topics. 10 you're still talking about the first one. <laughs> if, um, if you do well, because you keep interrupting me, but anyways, if you do, if you're from this country and you do well, basically you're playing against men, and if you do well, you should be able to do well in the NHL. So that's another one. So he should be fine. Should. Every time he's played, he, whether the development camp, the Traverse City, he's done fine, and he should do fine in training camp preseason. Kent Johnson, he's another one that not from that country. He's from Canada. Played hockey at Michigan. So played left wing last two yeah. years. He did. He did. And, and two of those uh, Michigan dudes came to us. Yes. But we don't hear as much news about the other one. Well, no. Sorry, continue. 
Oh, geez. So Kent Johnson, he's another one that's probably going to be a guy that's probably going to make it because every he's played really good at Michigan. Anytime he's played for Canada in international competition, he's played good. He's played good in the Traverse City tournament. He's just a real ridiculously skilled guy. Can shoot, pass, just really good. So he's probably a guy that's probably going to make the team. And one more thing about Traverse City is another people that stand out was their two defensemen prospects from this. Thank you. I wanted to get that. I wanted to say you guys haven't even talked about the two guys they drafted. Yes. Uh, David Yurichek and Denton Matejchuk, they're two defensemen prospects in the first round. They did well in the not only in the development camp back in July, but they also did well in the Traverse City tournament. They are also with the Blue Jackets training camp roster right now. will probably play in some preseason games. So this yeah. is their job. They may pull a Cole Sillinger and join the team right away after get drafted. Or, you know, uh, you're, in your Czech's case, he can go back to the Czech Republic and play. Or he, he, has, tw- he has 12 time. options, basically, is what I read. Yeah. You're a Czech. He can go back to the Czech Republic and play, or he can go back and play with the Monsters. Denton Matejchuk, though, he it's basically Blue Jackets, or he goes up to Canada and yeah. goes goes plays. So WHL, right? Yeah. Western hockey. So he has no shot of going to Russia, then, right? Wait, no, he said it. Not, not, not okay. Okay, right. fine. All right, all right. Here we go. <laughs> Why are you even saying? Why are you okay? So, moving on to topic two. That was very good. Uh, I think wrap up there. That that's why you always start with topic one. It's going to take the most time. Yeah, because that was the most recent thing, and we actually saw hockey, hockey on the ice with guys that are either going to be here or guys that will be here soon. Right. Topic two. We'll go media day. That was yesterday. So any comments that stood out from Davidson, from, you know, uh, Yarmo, from anybody, anything you guys seen that stood out to you? We'll just go. Uh, we'll start with you, Kevin, to Iceman, and then Lance. Yeah, so basically, which is what, what we've said this on the show before, but uh, John Davidson confirmed it, which is basically he asked, how did Johnny Gaudreau the Blue Jackets happen. I'm paraphrasing the question, but that was the basic idea. And um, again, I'm paraphrasing what uh, JD said, but basically he's like, well, it just kind of happened. And then we kind of had to go with it. So it's like, okay. He John- wanted to come here and we were like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, how do you say no? It, you right. don't. You, you, you don't. don't. You don't say no. <laughs> you <laughs> so say then, no here. Yeah. And he's like, well, I guess we kind of have to do it. So Johnny Gaudreau wants to play for the Blue Jackets. So we're going to do it, you know? Because, like, there was no plan of, like, oh, yeah, we're totally going to get Johnny Gaudreau. All right, Kevin. Joe Mixon is the Bengals leading Russia. Close enough. Oh, come <laughs> oh, God, I'm sorry if I get everyone. It's like a Southerner saying it, you know. <laughs> oh God, I'm sorry, everyone. But well, I got a question for you guys. How do you guys feel about Yarma Kekalainen as far as the the, uh, uh, the G? I love him. I love Yarma. I, I, yeah, I trust I, his vision so much. Like, because like he's like the way he built up these prospects to yeah, like mm-hmm. the team we currently have. Um, absolutely, and it's true to the coaching choices yet too. Right. You know, right. like I was sad to see Torts gone, sure, but, but was having was a time. younger guy and Brad mm-hmm. Larson's been so great so far too. I'm I was concerned really with Larson. I I will be honest. Like when they hired Larson, I'm like, why are you just like, come on, go out there and get something different? But he is different. You know, that's the thing. No, I'm with Dale. I, I was I was concerned about it too, but I, but I like what I've seen from him. And and I've said this thing on, on this podcast before. The thing I love about Yarmo is. If the Blue Jackets, I should say this, when the Blue Jackets are in the playoff hunt this year, they're going to go for it. He goes for it every single time. That's what I love that about him. And you know, and he's like, you got a shot, we're going to take it. And he does. Right, he but he hand. doesn't lose. He doesn't lose trades either. Like right. when it's like, oh, somebody wants out, he finds a way to right. somehow get the best of every trade. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's not much you could do about the Bjork Strand trade. No, know, that's just that we, had unload, we had to unload. We had to. I mean, that, that was yeah. giving him up so we can get, 
you know, Line A and 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 Johnny Hockey under you know Goudreau yeah. under the, the salary cap. So that was you know, I love Bjork, Bjorky. You like, know, the Kraken aren't necessarily a threat for us or anything like that either. So no, true, true, and it's it's a good opportunity for for Bjorkstrand too. So to get there, yeah. and hopefully get some get yeah. some ice time. Lance, did you have any media day? Um, yeah, yeah. So you know, I uh, I watched all of them, but like some of Brad Larson's comments stuck out to me the most. Um. He talked about the uh, the first line and what we may see out of that this year. You know, he was asked about um, are we going to see you know, Johnny Gaudreau? Are we going to see Line A and Boone Jenner on the line? He said, "Yeah, it's a, he's going to start with Boone Jenner as the center, as I think he should. It's the captain. It's one of right. our best players." Um, but then he he talked about um, you know Jack Roslevic, uh, seeing if he can get in there, and maybe even like Cole Sillinger. And he had a few comments on. Sillinger too. Um, you know, he's been watching his development. I mean, he didn't. I'm not sure like why he even said this though. Too. He he was he was saying how like we're gonna. You know, we're hoping that you know he stays up here in the NHL, but like, you know, he's like we could maybe you know if if something goes south with him, we can have talks about it, which means that he'd maybe get sent down to the, you know, the uh, AHL or whatever. And. Um, no. I, I highly doubt that. I highly, I'm not sure. Like, yeah. I'm, I almost wondered why he even said that in the first, like at all. Maybe like, that's a everyone has a chance type thing, trying to rally yeah. up the rest of the guys, you know. Like, and you know, so maybe uh, oh that too, yeah, creating competition amongst the players, absolutely. And put a spark up that's Cylinder's healthy. ass to yeah. take right. a step. Yeah. yeah, to not just coast on the skill and name that he has, and really right. put its effort in. And I, I believe he'll do that. I do. Right. You know, it's just. Um, uh, you know, it just was surprising to me. That's all. But I, I, like I said, I trust Brad Larson's vision. Um, former player, former assistant coach for us, and everything. Kevin, do you um, know? I do. But what I is that team? Question. Dude, I have no clue. You gotta tell me. Yeah. Who did Team Kevin? USA play in 1980, Kevin? I forget. This I, is, I, goes on podcast form, so people are gonna think you don't know it if you don't yeah, say. Exactly. It. You, can't, you, I mean, you can't let people down, know. Kevin. Before I was born. <laughs> Okay, everyone, drink Russia. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, All right. Good. So, I guess uh, it's down to me. I didn't uh, watch Media Day, but I have a question for you guys. Yeah. That's something that I've been curious about. Did he say? Is he planning on playing Line A and Goudreau on the same line? We're they- getting there. Shut your dirty mouth. Actually, that's fine. You're going right into topic okay. three. All right. Well, there you go. So I got because because. We talked about this on the show before. Where I, I'm, yes, we did. I would like. I think that'd be cool, but I don't know if you do it all the time. I do think you break them up from time to time. But power play guys, they're going to be legit. But what, what, so what why not get really a little chemistry it? right off the bat right. to start the season and try it out, right? Right. So, yeah. Guys, did anybody, did did anybody ask that? him about that or anything, or, or did he did he comment on that during media day? He said basically what Hefty Duck has already said is that he's going to try line A with Gaudreau and Boone Jenner is going to try first, which is the smart thing to do because this is no me disrespect taking a shot at line A or Gaudreau. They're both good players. They can play defense, but they're more offensive players. And Boone Jenner is more better defensive oh, responsible, so you need someone that's defensively responsible to go with those guys. Boone is a grinder. That's, that's what a I think. He's a really good leader, grinder. too. You need mm-hmm. the, that type of attitude, someone to go get the puck, give it to him, and then if they shoot, he can be a guy that jams the puck in for a loose goal or something off or bounces off the stick for a deflection, good at faceoffs, defensively sound. That's what you need type of people. They need his defensive presence. Sorry, uh, Lance, I'll, I'll kick it to you right after. But I think they need his defensive presence if they're going to play Goudreau and Line A on the yes, same line. absolutely. Definitely. That's, that's all I wanted to do. Throw him clap yeah. bombs in there. <laughs> right. Yeah, and his his experience and everything can really kind of keep the plays level-headed too. You know, just keeping everyone on the same page. Whereas, like, if you get someone younger in there, then they're going off the leadership of, you know, Goudreau and Line A as opposed to being the leader themselves. Right. And, you know, I'll answer your question, Jeff, what I think about Yarmo. I love him because he just has a history of making good teams because when the Blues won the Stanley Cup in 2019, you look at the players who were on that team when they won it, a lot of those players were picked by Yarmo. And the, the most recent stretch that the Blue Jackets had of success where they made the playoffs in 2014 and then 
from 2016 to 2020. That was all. That was Yarmo right there, helped building up, building up that team. You know, the team that beats the Lightning and the Maple Leafs in the playoffs. That's Yarmo, the team that has most wins in a row with 16, 108 point season, and all this other good stuff. That was. I mean, Torts had a big hand in that too, but that was Yarmo. So like, and now he's doing it again. It's like, okay, you had two years where you didn't make the playoffs, but then you take your time, you settle it back down, you slow down, and then you say, okay, I'm going to do that again. I'm going to do a Seth Jones trade. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I'm going to get more. Well, he Jones didn't have a say. Yeah, yeah, he didn't have a say in that. But he, yeah, that's Seth, that's Seth Jones trade hurt me. I, I love Seth Jones. But he made bad. chicken yeah. salad out of chicken shit. Yeah, he yeah. did. He did. Situation. Yeah. Okay. And then he goes to being like the one of the most play, having the most minutes in the entire NHL because, you know, Chicago. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you're right. Uh, he, that Seth Jones situation was a real bad situation, and he turned it from poop to like having the at a fancy restaurant with the steak. I already said salad chicken salad to chicken. Chicken shit. salad. That's that's good. That's a good analogy. I like he it. Turned that trade. He turned that trade to a fancy restaurant. Out metaphor him. <laughs> bar. Oh shit. So like, and he's restocked so, prospects. So yeah, I like Yarmo. So, like, uh, I mean, what are the kind of lines you think we're going to be looking at this year? You know, um, we still got to think about Voracek. We still got to think about the younger guys, too. You know, Voracek's All right, had, let's, had the let's most kinda, Let's kind of break down what we think the lines will be, starting with the top. So, we think Boone, line A, Goudreau, right? We just right. hit that. That's line one. Okay, let's try to round the horn it then, Lance, like, for two, I'll start with you. Like, who would you, who do you want to see as line two to kind of start with? Uh, I think we see, you know, uh, either Sillinger or Oslovic up there in the center. Um, oops. Pick one. I'm going to say, um, man, I love the so, hometown boy Jack, but it's got to be Sillinger, Sillinger, I think. Not, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. As far as like other, uh, so left wing, right wing, line two. Hmm. Yeah, I think we're gonna have to see Voracek on the second line. Uh, it, For sure. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, I think he's playing. Uh, what was he playing last year? Left wing. Right. Right. Yeah, he's right wing last year. Right wing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but we have a lot of left wings. Also. <laughs> we do. We're really like on that. Um, we're really on that grind. Sorry, I'm. Fumb- oh, oh. Um, I think we're gonna see. You know, we could, we could see like a uh, foodie out there. No, it's a third liner. Um, yeah, he might not of- make the top four, honestly. Yeah. Um, and to be honest, that that's what that's what scares me. It's like, it's like our, our right top when, line. We know. It's like after that, you know, uh, gets you know. I mean, you got, you got Nyquist. You got Nyquist might be a good choice, but he's or- center. So does Kent Johnson so, not start yeah. at center? And is that your second line left wing? Like that's I think kind of the question see for me. Sillinger with the experience of Voracek. Yes. And then as far as left wing goes, I mean I like to see Kent take it. I would really like to see that because they told him that he can play other places. Also, Brad Larson did mention that Sillinger in the, in the media day thing, that Sillinger is able to play around and play other positions quite a bit too. So um yeah, I mean, we always got Eric Robinson, but yeah, I don't think he's a second liner, fourth liner either. Fourth line guy. Yeah, so that's what I got. Yeah, that's that's my uh, uh, offensive uh, second line: Voracek, Sillinger, and um, and Johnson. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't really disagree with any of that. I, I'll just I'll just put it to you guys this way: is this is my concern? I'll put it this way with the lines going into the season, and this has been a concern with the Blue Jays last couple of years. Boone's your number one center. If you're on a playoff team, Boone Jenner's not your number one center. He might be. It's know, been a concern know, for a long time. A while. Yeah. It's still the center. Yeah. I know it's still the center position. That's the thing. That's the concerning thing for me of the lines in general is the center position from first, second, to third center. So that that's the biggest concern to me is trying to figure out who can play where, and I think it's going to be a juggling act all year. Yeah, I would say so. For obviously first line, as we've said, it's probably me, line A Jenner and. 
uh, Gaudreau. Second line, I agree basically with uh, what Hefty Duck has said, you know, and Jeff. Basically, I think it'll be some form of combination of, I think it probably a Kent Johnson or a Gustav Nyquist. One with, or the other. Right. With a probably a Cole Cylinder or Jack Roslevic with Jake Borchick on, on the end. I could I could see him going two vets with Sillinger in the middle. Yeah. yeah. It really just help him learn just as much too. Right. And in terms of set really the last time the Blue Jackets had like real good centers was 2019 when they had Dubois, Duchesne, and Dubinsky. Yeah. And then they all decided they wanted to leave. <laughs> all well, at once. Yeah. Well Dubois, you know, he, know, he likes anyone yeah. anywhere he goes. Hey, we we got the line A and Rosovic out of out of Dubois. Oh yeah, Thanks, true. right. True, true, true. We got to bring Rosovic back again. Home. Again, Yarmo got the best out of a bad situation. <laughs> yeah, totally. So I'll go with what I, I would like to see is Kent Johnson, Sillinger, and Borchek. Uh, but what I think will happen is probably Nyquist. Cylinder, four Like at least to start the season. Yeah, you know? yeah. absolutely. Because you, you go with the veteran, else, right? You go with who else you, know, you going to put there? I mean, that's yeah, to start the season for sure. So I'll kick off third line then. So third line's looking like uh, if I'm saying Nyquist starting Kent, let's put him left wing right off the rip, and then Roslevic, where we we said he could have potentially been two. You got to put him at three. He's definitely your number three center. Yeah. And then uh, right wing, I'm hoping Marchenko takes it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's my third line. I mean, for me personally, I I kind of – I mostly agree with you. I mean, it all really depends on who does get those top positions. But, I mean, we can't really forget about Sean Corrales as center, too. Four. He's the four. Oh, he is four fine? I I think he will be. I mean, I haven't seen this Yuna Luoto yet either. Juno. Can I ask you guys a dumb question? And there might be a reason that you guys haven't met, mentioned his name, maybe not team yeah. But Texier, is, is he gone or is he? Is yeah, he still there? we've talked about it. Yeah, the he's basic, saying, the basic story is that um, he he was doing pretty good last season, and he looked right. like he kind of a breakout season. He was seen as that guy who could be that breakout guy and a guy who right. played center for the Blue Jackets this season. Mm-hmm. And then um, he hurt his finger, and then. He, and then he had to go back to France for some, you know, for personal issues and whatnot. And then he told Yarmo, oh, I'm going to come back and play. And Yarmo was asked during the Johnny Gaudreau press conference, hey, do you expect Texier to come back? And right. he said yes. But then something happened between that press conference and when the Texier news came out that he's got some personal issues to deal with and he's going to stay back and play uh-huh. hockey in Switzerland. Okay. And okay. because because he's not playing for the Blue Jackets this season, the year he so if he played for the Blue Jackets, he would have been a restricted free agent after this season. But because right. he's playing in Switzerland, the Blue Jackets still have that one year once he comes back. Next they year. suspended him, technically. Technically, it's, it's fully agreeable, fully fine by everyone. But just so he can stay over there and they can save the year. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Because that's running through my head. We're going through these and, lines like. Where's Texier? Like, I, I, I hope just... the best for him because he one he's a great player. Two, mm-hmm. you know, uh, he, you know the mental health thing's so serious, man. And I mm-hmm. can't stress that enough that you know he needs to. He's still so young yet. Like, take right. care of that stuff, man. We'll see you when we see it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, well, that's, no hard that's feelings. A, that's a that's a real thing. I mean, just just for you know, well, to, to the Bengals, Hayden Hurst, the new Bengals tight end, he actually literally thought about t- taking his life. So that mental health stuff is. Legit. So I mean, yeah. yeah. You, you, so prayers. Jeff, God. why are we I'm talking Bengals on the hockey podcast? I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, Bengals no, it's good relation, I suppose. I'm talking, I'm talking mental health. You know, I'm just saying it's it's a legit thing. That's, that's all I'm saying. It's okay. I've struggled with it myself, uh, anxiety and things like that. So I, I totally depression, anxiety it, it is very serious yeah, thing. Same, I try to make jokes about it to lighten the mood, even talking about it, because I just never want to go back there the best I can. But that's why you have so much fun doing these podcasts, though. That's why. Yeah. That's yeah. why I do them. Do them for myself. Yeah. Go let the dog out. Jeff. 
Yeah, Jeff, I think what, what do you think, Kevin? You kind of agree with that third line? Yeah, I think it's going to be something like that. If if Nyquist is your guy on the second with Sillinger up there, then it probably, it's you know something like Kent Johnson. Then, you can flip a lot of yeah. lines two and three, right? Yeah, yeah. we're going to see yeah. that a lot throughout the whole year. Yeah, and, so it's, for now it's probably going to be Kent Johnson, then Ross maybe. Rothelbeck slash Sillinger, and then Marchenko probably takes that spot, and then that's probably what's... That would be a fun line for me, though. Marchenko, yeah. Sillinger, and Johnson. And listen, and the Travers... Would be a fun line together, whether yeah. it's three to start with, and maybe those guys click. In the yeah. thing is, this year, I think the Blue Jackets are going to just be fun to watch. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're All just, around. I mean, I, I can't... I mean, I literally cannot wait See Johnny Goudreau and Patrick Laine on the ice at the same time. I am so excited to see that because there's so many times last year Laine just saw power kind of play. He's at the right. Yeah, power play, dude. Like, our power play is gonna be legit. And you got, you got we Zach need in, it. In, yeah, you got weakness. Zach in the blue line. Oh, dude. We, we, I, I said and, this before. I think last time I was on here, I think we have a top five power play. Our, our, at least first line. Mm. You got those three together. Yeah, and during the Traverse City tournament, Kent Johnson and Krill Marchenko had some pretty good chemistry there, put in there the points and the goals. Keep it together. <sighs> and I think Roslevic, like him in the center of that third line, like we're talking about, if it shakes out that way, would be a good little mix. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, Ross, and Roslevic, he's shown he can be a good player because when he got traded to the Blue Jackets in the 2020-2021 season, real good season for him. And then that second half of last season, he was really good. Oh, he was on fire, yeah. So like, if you can get the that version of Jack Ross, like 2020, 2021, oh. slash second half of last season, Jack Ross. What they're counting on. Yeah. They, well, they, they need Brad that. Larson said in the media day. He goes, um, those last 20 games for him, we're, that's his standard now. We're going to hold yeah. him to it. And so, they should because they, yeah. they, he, he's proven he, he can do it. it. He just got to yeah. do it more consistently, which I know is easier said than done, but that's the part of – getting better, getting older, and growing as a hockey player. Right. Let's go ahead and hit fourth line since we've kind of our, our top three. So okay. we kind of already mentioned Corley at center. We mentioned Eric Robinson. He could probably play either wing, but where do you have him slotted in? Right? Right wing? Uh, yeah, I think he played left wing last year, but he's, he's a talented dude. I like Robinson a lot. You know, He could play um, either. Like I, I think the guy that's going to get Robinson could be your left, but I think the guy that's going to get squeezed out, and it, it kind of upsets me, is uh, Yegor Chinnikov. Like, he has, he's a young, talented guy, but maybe he's he, very... maybe that's a guy you, you send down to the AHL and yeah. you let him ball out, and when an injury happens, boom, you bring him up. Yeah, because you, you don't want to be up here being a healthy, healthy scratch all the time. It doesn't help him. Yeah, you need minutes heart. on the ice. Right. Yeah. So who's NHL your right NHL. wing? If Robinson's left wing Corlide, do we all agree with that? Yes. The fourth line. Yeah, with the experience he has. So who's your right wing then? Because I uh, Danforth, there's a few options, but yeah. So it's probably could be Justin Danforth, but I know in a one of the trades besides the Gaudreau move and the Gabranson move, they traded for Matthew Olivier from Nashville. Mm -hmm. Is a good third fourth line guy. That is, you know, he can give you some defense, some toughness, and he can give you a little goal here and there. They gave up a fourth round pick for him, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So, so the guy, they're probably at least thinking if he's not on the fourth line, he's one of your substitutes, right? So He'll be around. So him or him or Danforth, and Danforth is another guy that can play center too, which helps with not having Texier. Yeah. Danforth solid too. Um, and I know there's a little bit of a controversy around this person, but we do have Bemstrom still. Like yeah. I know there are people who aren't the biggest fans yeah. of him, but like you know, he's there. He's not his flashes are high, like yeah. And then his lows are yeah, that low, that's but, the problem. Um, <laughs> his his highs are so high, his lows are not good. I, and at I, all. Think, I think part of that is is that he would be better suited to be in a first line, second line role. But the issue is is that where the Blue Jackets currently are, who are you going to take out of that spot? You know, that's, that's something that could happen later on. I mean, because I, I don't think that's true. 
through going throughout the whole year that uh, Goudreau and Line are going to be on the on the first line together the whole time. They're going to break them up. So later on, in the yeah, year, but then board checks going to come in or yeah, somebody true, like true, line. True. yeah, yeah. But, I mean, um, they're going to break stuff up. They never keep they don't ever keep lines. No, safe. no, yeah. hockey is constantly evolving, right. constantly. And moving, and changing. And someone and I would like to game. see someone I'd like to see maybe come up from the monsters this year a little bit more is a uh, Trey Fix Wolanski. Uh, he came in last year, scored a goal in his very first game um, uh, for the Blue Jackets, and I've seen him at Monsters games. He performs really well, and uh, he's just you know not quite as maybe experience experience as some others, and you know he's still young yet too. So, and that's uh, he, he's uh, a right winger. as high. You mentioned Foodie as high as like a second, second line guy, and yeah. we haven't even mentioned like. That's that's the thing, talent wise and youth wise, right? And it's like it could I, a lot of these guys are going to be subject to being picked up off the waivers too. Yeah, and I feel like Foodie's going to be one of those guys that unless he has a strong camp, some he's going to be on another team at the start of the season. And the thing, good piece, Foodie is. Listen, he this interest this has a connection to Kro Marchenko is that after the 2018 NHL draft, Yarmo said this in a press conference that he actually considered taking Kro Marchenko with the first round pick. It was between Wait, him. where is that guy from again? Uh Liam Foodie played for the London Knights up in Canada. No, March Marchenko. Marchenko. Okay, is fine. From... Okay, fine drink Russia. Oh, okay, <laughs> no, I, just, I just I forgot. That is weird. Yes, yes. Lance, I'm, gl- I'm glad you brought that up. I completely forgot too. So, but basically, it came down to Foodie and the other guy, uh, and instead he chose Liam <laughs> and then drafted Marchenko in the second round. So, and Foodie, he's he's real fast. He can put up the points. He can score some goals. And his really his big moment was. In the 2020 playoffs against Toronto, he scored a big goal against Toronto that event that helped him win win the game. It was so the Blue Jackets were up one nothing in Game Five against Toronto. He scores in the third period; it's two nothing, and then eventually the Blue Jackets win that game three nothing and knock out Toronto. So like, and then Foodie he's been playing good with the Monsters, so it's just like, it's there. But very I think, good. But it's the issue with a lot of these players that the Blue Jackets have. It's like. Who are you consistency also? Yes. Right. Yeah, that's Cons- true. Consistency, but also who are you gonna take you out? Because yeah. right now you're not gonna take out Borchek, you're not gonna take out Nyquist, not Line, not Gaudreau. You're not gonna take well, that's, out that's Jekyll. the that's the point with these young guys. It's time for them to step up and, and take those spots. And right. Be yeah. consistent. And and the Blue Jacks need them to do that. And this is they I mean that, that's it's put up or shut up time because I mean honestly, if, if they can all can do that and get and like they understand play consistent. The Blue Jackets can have a pretty, you know, like can we talk about this for a maybe borderline playoff team this year, but yeah, the, the, no, the young we guys get in the playoffs, we're making some fucking noise. I promise, yes, you that. Oh, I, I completely if, if we get yeah. in, yes, definitely. We're going to be the depth. team that no one wants to face, right? If we make the playoffs, you, you, it's a young You're not team, even you dark horse anymore. What's that? What's that? Lance? So, we're not even a dark horse anymore, we're like a full on threat. Right, you know, right, yeah. Well, we, an we, obvious threat. <laughs> yeah, but if you get these young guys step up, get them confidence, dude. Watch out, um, especially with our with our goaltending. We haven't we haven't even touched that part yet. I don't know if it's on your list. Well, we need part. Elvis to be good, really yeah. good. We need yeah. him to be four more we, years. Yes, and he's shown that he can do that. Yes, mm-hmm. we need Elvis to be in the building. <laughs> you know, we're thinking about like oh, who, who got to move for these young guys no. to come up. That makes me excited, though, for like the next five years, like the whole Yarmo's yes. five-year right. plan. And yes. That's what's so awesome is we have that depth and just right. building that core. It, yeah, this it's is year yeah, it, two it, of the rebuild, yeah. guys. It's it's not it's not and like we're like, talking I, playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I got I got yeah. I, I was talking earlier about you know 2019 made that run, all those guys left. After that, I was kind of ugh. This we, we it's a foundation that Yarmo has built that yeah. we can grow upon, and and it, we got shots. I mean, dude. Legitly, this is legit. We have a shot to eventually get the playoffs, be a playoff contending team, be a Stanley Cup contending team. This is when you have Line and you have Goudreau, dude. There's not too many one-two punches that are better than that. You have that, and you build around that. You got a shot. When you have the one-two punch like that, 
that's when you can make the noise. Yes. You just got to yes. get there. I mean, right. You've got to have some of these young guys step up to get there, though. Right. I, I, I mean, think that's the theme of the season. Right. Would you guys I mean, agree we, with that? Yeah. Like, yes. We need some Absolutely. of these young pups to step up and step up big. And when that happens, whoo, boy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you look at I mean, I know we, we all hate the Blackhawks, but that's what they, they rode their two young studs. You say Blackhawks? Well, yeah, that, that, yeah, that. But they, they, ran, they ran their two young, young studs for three Stanley Cups. That's what they built around. So. And Taze. All right. I, I want to keep this somewhat on track. We've hit yep. our major topics. Yep. So we're at the point now. This, this is the first time ever on the show you major topics. Probably, I mean, I don't know. Kevin always does a great job, but. <laughs> Sorry. Keep going, Dan. My bad. But. So we're 20 days till the regular season. I want to mention that. Yep. Yeah. Hockey is here, boys. Training Ooh. camp. Training camp started today. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. We I seen Johnny Hockey out there skating around, and I was just like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. I'm, <laughs> like, Blue I'm so floor. excited. Yeah. Uh, so let's. We got the uh, open practice Saturday coming That's up this right. week. Yep. Yeah. So anybody, Columbus area, yeah, wants to hit that up. I can say that well, I. I've been to a Blue Jackets training camp back in 2014, and it was awesome. Damn, Kevin, you're old. So... Yeah. <laughs> you're old. But, all the, all the, but it um, was awesome. I encourage everyone to do it. If you could, if you have the chance to do it go, this upcoming Saturday, go to the Blue Jackets training camp practice because it's just a lot of fun, and you get to see a potential future stars of what the Blue Jackets right. could be in the future. Right. Yeah. And the present. And the present. Yeah. It starts at nine this Saturday. It's like nine to like one twenty or something weird like that. Um but uh so I read uh that all the Ohio, um all the practices at uh, the Ohio Health Ice House, Haas, mm-hmm. yes. it's spelled, all those are open to the public. Right. And from what I read. It's just that the first one's this Saturday. Yeah. And um it's the first a thousand fans get get a t shirt. Yep, training camp t-shirt which is pretty sick i like free stuff i mean that's look at dale i like free yeah free first one thousands and yeah i mean the, the, ice house, the ice house is actually a good place to to, to watch a game i mean honestly my, i mean my yep. son played travel hockey so he played in he never played in in, in nwa but he played at the ice house a couple times and it's a legit place to nice. actually watch watch the hockey the the stands overhang the ice so there's not there's not a it's not a big area, but it's yeah. not a bad place to watch, uh, play, uh, you know, practice hockey. Now, it's, it's, Kevin or Lance, you may have the details on this, but then we have the splits we're gonna do a yeah. matchup against the Penguins on Sunday at home, correct? So it's gonna, one away, yeah, one, one away, home. one home. Yeah. So yeah. split squad. So, uh, you know, half on one, half on the other against the Penguins. Um, where is that game? Is it also at the same place? And can we watch it somewhere? Um, so the one away is going to be obviously at, at the Penguins ice rink. The one at home, I think, is at Nationwide, right? Yeah. It's just like a, a normal big yeah. thing. Um, all home preseason Blue Jackets games are going to be on BlueJackets.com to watch for free, I believe. Um, so that does leave – Well, I'll let – Kevin talked about the split squad thing here because I, I I'm not entirely sure what's going on with that, but um, that does mean so like maybe the Penguins one like if they do something similar maybe, unfortunately having to go to PittsburghPenguins.com. <laughs> but if they show you know if they show the preseason game or whatever, yeah, then you gotta maybe, you gotta you know. get your content where you can get it from. Yeah, right. And if it's free, it's free. You know. Right. Exactly. I don't know if they do that for sure. I'm just I'm gonna check on Saturday when I go to try to watch it. But, but uh, yeah, basically. Yeah, explain the, the two two uh, split squad thing. Is yeah. it like like a younger squad, an older squad or something? Or Basically, so like the, you know, I'm sure other hockey teams have done this, but I know for sure that the Blue Jackets have done this for years where they take some of their prospects and they put them with their veterans, play them, and it's the same idea. Take some of their prospects with some of their veterans and go send them to wherever the heck that they're you know uh, supposed to supposed to play. So 
If you know, so like you know, you go to that Blue Jackets preseason game, you may or may not see Kent Johnson or Krill Marchenko or David Yurichek or Denton Matejchuk or you know Jordan Dumay or whatever. It, it that's to me, if I was going, that's kind of the fun thing. It's like a mystery. Which Blue Jackets prospect are you going to see if you went to that preseason game? And I hate like, mysteries. I like to know what I'm getting into. But then, that's like, fundamental. But then, like as obviously as the preseason goes along, you'll know which players are still there, and you'll get to see more and more, and eventually get to the point where you'll know. You get to see the lines form, then yeah. Well, the vets only play so many games, and they mix all yeah. that up too. That's always the thing everyone avoid needs to injuries. Keep in mind. Yeah. yeah, give the other kids ex- more experience and right. the ice. Yeah. Um, Post Malone, we got that photo wearing a Blue Jackets jersey. A little flocky. Oh yeah, Posty. Little uh, hold on, let me see. Yeah, right up. Yeah, right <laughs> this here. is awesome. Go up a little bit. So oh, okay, yeah, yeah, he's got the he's yeah. taking off the Penguins. That's that's even better. That was so cool to see him. Like, I mean, obviously he performed at Nationwide, and it's just cool to see him wear wear the you know the home yeah, jersey there. That's for sure. And uh, there were a couple of uh, Blue Jackets players in attendance at that concert. There's oh, really? Yegor, nice. Elvis Merzlikens, and oh, yeah. Gavrikov. That's and, awesome. And the, and the Chernobyl kids were there too. Yeah, and Jeff's <laughs> Jeff's kids. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, they went up there. I like. Both. All right, I don't uniform really combo. Quickly, yes. Kevin, what is yes. with this uniform combo? Yes. So, yeah. So, we got you and Lance on that one. Yeah. So, the blue, so in the 2020, 2021 season, when they first did those reverse retros, you know, the red jersey was awful. The, the ones cool- you guys love so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But the cool thing about it, though, is that they wore blue pants. And then one game that season, the Blue Jackets wore blue pants with their away jersey. And everyone was like, oh, my God, that looks so cool. I want that to happen. And it was like the Bengals version of the white tiger helmet. Everyone was talking about Kevin, that. This, this is the hockey podcast. You can't talk football on here. I was already told that. Well, but my point being is that how – Everyone was like, hey, the Bengals have to do this. We want them to do it. And they did do it. That was the Blue Jackets version of that. How everyone's like, we want blue pants for the away jersey. Lance, right. did you want blue pants? Yes. I did want blue pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The red pants were god-awful. Um, like I have a really weird opinion here because, so, like, I think they should get some gray pants. Dude, I, th- I love- oh gosh, you just made not Kevin for the away, you. not for the away. Kevin hates you I want- forever. Okay, maybe I should rephrase this. Maybe I should rephrase this. Gray pants for the third jersey. Gray pants with the retro red tops. There we go, Dude, Kevin. I, I wish they. I- everybody else come out with black stuff. I wish they just come out with all black ones. I think that would be. That would be so like Columbus cool. blue Buckeyes is what. Yeah, we'll there you them. go. <laughs> I, well, I think it'll look cool with, with the with the cannon. I think if you had the cannon and then just all black, I think that'd be badass. Yeah. But Blue Jackets fans' wishes did come true because uh, about a couple, I think it was like July, the Blue Jackets announced that starting this season, when the Blue Jackets wear their away jersey, they will be wearing blue pants. Woo! And it's a sweet look. It looks really good. Looks sharp. Love it. All right. So Bjorky, uh, Goudreau bought his house. I, I got to get off here, guys. I got another show to start in 10 minutes. I'm totally not prepared. I got to get the whole code. <laughs> Fun. Goudreau, Bob oh. Bjerke's house. Yeah. Boone Jenner's getting married. Yep. Joe and Johnny exchange jerseys. And I believe that's it. Do you guys have um, any final thoughts? Goudreau's wife's due next week. Um, who else had a baby last Goodbranson. week? Good Branson. Good Branson. Had his yeah. second like a uh, month ago or a couple uh, weeks ago. And last thing, season ticket holders back to pre-pandemic levels. Let's go. More season ticket holders means season, season tickets are shit. up. They're up big time. Big no, time. They yes. should be. <laughs> they anything be. else? Anything else? Kevin and Lance. Uh, if you cannot find the games uh, this weekend, go uh, check out 97.1 The Fan. That's at least local to Columbus. Yes. And they have an app there, too. You can, you can find the yeah. app and let's do it on there. Jeff, promote your stuff. No, uh, no he does it enough. Yeah, I Jackpot Joey, follow me. Sports Strawberry Ice. Dale's got to get the hell out of here. 
Bengals and Bruisdale. Nah, I ain't worried about that. Okay, Hefty Duck, what about your art? Uh, check me out. Twitter and Instagram at Hefty Duck. I do some cool artwork. It's pretty dope. Uh, I hope you like it. So, okay. So, uh, besides Blue Soldiers, the March, October 14th. Yes. Do so. Uh, besides Brew Jackets on Twitter and the YouTube, check that out. Uh, Facebook you- now, Facebook page, and Facebook. Facebook. Oh, Let's go. Too. And uh, Union Blue Soldiers, check that out on all social media platforms. And, and we got a beer coming out. Yes. Union Blue uh, beer. And, and we're doing a march Friday, October 14th to cheer on the Blue Jackets. So starts at our bar, 6 o'clock p.m. Friday, October 14th, 2022. So check that out, CBJ, and let's go Jackets, everyone. Let's go. We got Lance. What was the – Kevin, what was the former uh, USSR um, – uh, country oh. renamed. Go ahead, give it to us one time, Kevin. I I just I forget. Okay, everyone drink Russia. There Let's you go. go. There you there you do it. But uh, yeah, this has been fun. Yeah.